Hi, friends. Welcome to Your Life, Your Story. I'm your host, Jill O'Boyle. This podcast is all about turning your battles into breakthroughs and helping you rise up. Perhaps you feel stuck. Life feels heavy right now. You want to numb the pain with all the wrong things in life just to get by. But could your battles in your life actually be perfectly placed in your life for a reason? Could you use these battles as your breakthrough? On this podcast, I will uncover how you can do just that. Not only will I share my personal story, but I am honored to have some amazing guests on the show who are opening up about their life and the battles they have gone through. But through faith and God's calling, they didn't give up. They're now living their best life. And here's the thing. So can you. So if you're there, you're ready to let go of the chains and discover freedom on the other side, then join me inside and let's rise up together. Hello, friends. I hope your summer is off to a great start. I just returned from a week's vacation in my happy place, Hilton Head, South Carolina. And as I returned home, I questioned, uh, why did I ever leave that place? It was such a relaxing trip and so great to have family time. And for once in my life, I didn't have a plan. And if you know me, you know I am a planner by nature. But this trip was so different. It was a go-with-the-flow type of vacation and exactly what I needed. If you're typically a planner like me and you plan everything in your life, I challenge you to try to take a week and just lean on what the universe throws at you and just go with the flow. I've been changing my lifestyle to be more in line with God's plan versus my plan. And I decided I needed to get out of my own way. And since I've changed this shift in my life, I'm loving how new adventures and opportunities are just starting to finally come my way. I finally decided to just let go of the mentality of it would be so much better if I could just get to this or have that or be that. You know, I was so much controlling my life. And have you ever had those same thoughts in your head? Like you look at your coworkers or your friends or your family members and you're just wishing you had what they had? And here's the thing. Many times what didn't work out for you, that thing that you were really hoping to get, it really actually did work out for you. So grab a pen and write that down because someone needs to hear that. Many times what didn't work out for you really worked out for you. That promotion you wanted, but you didn't get. That vacation that got ruined. A relationship that you really, really wanted, and it just didn't work out. But here's the thing. All of that is actually working out for you in the end. You can't see it now, but you will. And in life, we are all given choices. We have a choice to go down the same path, a choice to make a detour, a choice to take the road less traveled. We all live our life by making choices daily, whether we actually realize it or not. And the choices that we make shape our lives for our future. Sometimes we don't even realize it until we look back and we say, wow, that thing that I really thought was not working out for me actually shaped my life better than how I could have imagined it. And so we look back and we gain perspective of how that choice made our life so different. And what if we wouldn't have chosen that path? What if we would have stayed stuck right where we were? And in life, you make the choice to take the chance if you want anything in life to change. You make the choice to take the chance if you want anything in life to change, and I'll call it the three C's of life. Choices, chances, and changes. 
and you see when we're born, we don't have a chance really to live where we want. Our parents or our caregivers, they make that choice for us. They start to form our identity by the choices of the territory they've chosen to raise us up in. And that choice starts to shape your childhood more than you think. That place and surrounding that you're living in, that your parents chose of your younger childhood is what starts to form our so-called identity or how we perceive the world. For me, I was raised in Ohio and considered a Midwest girl. And you know what? I'll take that label considering most people define us Midwesterns as easygoing and overly friendly. We're just people-pleasing people. And I fall right in that category, as most would describe me as an outgoing, spontaneous, and friendly person. So I'll take being a Midwest girl. But growing up, my family vacationed in the Carolinas every summer, and I immediately fell in love with the Southern hospitality and warmer weather and was like, "Um, I'm okay with being a Midwest girl, but I really want to be over there. I want to be here in the Carolinas in the warm weather. And so at the time of college graduation, I had a choice. I had a choice to stay in the lovely, people-pleasing state or start to create the life I wanted to live. So I took a chance and decided to travel to an area in the Carolinas I've never been before. I didn't know anyone and would be about 775 miles or roughly 12 hours from any family or friends. So my parents could have said no. They could have chosen to keep me safe and close by. But they agreed, knowing that in life, you have to let your kids live their life. You know, we have to make choices. We have to do our own thing. And as parents, we have to trust that our children are going to be safe and that we've raised them enough and given them the guidelines to go live their life. So I packed my 1999 Honda Accord up and I traveled south, ready to make a name for myself. Although if I'm honest, at that point in my life, I was really just ready to live the island life. I was ready to hit the beach every day, plan some cool weddings, see what life brought my way, and while I'm doing all that, yeah, maybe let's try to make a little bit of money while I'm at it. I was ready to just really have some fun. So it was a chance. Good or bad, I was going to take it and see where life led me. And we have to take chances and know that with that chance will come change, a different path, new friends, different scenery, new obstacles. And for me, what happened by taking that chance was meeting my husband and creating a life that we love. And from there, we created more and more and more memories. We eventually moved to Indiana, and we started our family. We took new career paths, and we made new friends. And we definitely missed the Carolinas and have now made it our family vacation spot of choice. And our last week there was amazing. Uh, But one day, I have a feeling we might probably make that our final destination or home of choice. But we'll see what life throws at us. But life is all about chances, and sometimes you have to take the road less traveled to find a true blessing waiting for you. So what chances have you taken lately? Can you look back and see that if you didn't have the choice to take the chance, how your life may have been different? As many of you know, I trust God in all my plans. I wasn't always that way, though. I tried for a long time doing things my way. I forgot who was truly in charge of my life. And when I tried to control my life and take my life in my own hands, I could see now where my choices, chances, and changes didn't quite end up so well. I started to take a really long detour in my life by not listening and trusting God's voice and word. 
So can you think of a time in life where you held on to maybe a job that was not serving you for way longer than you should? Or maybe not ending a toxic relationship due to fear of the change? You knew it wasn't right. It wasn't serving you. But instead of taking the chance to end it, you stay because of fear of change or fear of getting out of your comfort zone, your territory that you know so well. The problem is following a path that you think is the right path and away from God's purpose on your life will always result to a dead end. When you want the right choices, chances, and changes to occur in your life, you need to trust in, in the scripture, in the word, Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. It's right there in scripture. And so I was determined that I was making all the right choices. I was convinced that my marriage was over and I believed the grass was was greener on the other side. Have any of you found yourselves in that comparison game of life thinking, if I take this chance, I'm destined for these certain changes I want in life. Changes like I see across the fence, that lifestyle, that attire, her weight loss journey, that promotion, that title, their kind of money. I want that greener grass. Because over here, that life seems better. We've all heard that saying, grass is greener on the other side. So what are we referring to when we say green grass? Well, green grass is that thing, that object, that person, that season of life that we think is better. You can't see me right now, but I'm making air quotations right now around the word think. Think is the key word there. In our small lens Our small focal point, it seems better. We can't really know if it's better. We just live our life with a what if mentality. What if I could be like that or do that or have that? We fill our heads with the phrase or mentality of as soon as I get blank, then I'll get what I want or be happy. So fill in that blank. What is your green grass that you've been comparing As soon as I get what? Your spouse, money, title, more money, kids, dog. As soon as I get a dog, then I'll get what I want or be happy. Or as soon as I get a dog, then maybe I'll want kids. Huh? Let me tell you, that that, that was my phrase that came out of my mouth in my 20-some. I was like... Jack was ready to, you know, we just got married. He was ready to have kids right away. And I said, you know what? Let's just try a dog first. I think if we get a dog, that will fill Jack's, you know, kid void and make us both happy because, you know, he gets to be more of like a parent and I'm just ready for a dog, not kids. I wanted to focus on that island life. I was wanting to go to the beach and focus on my weddings and career life. And really, I just wanted to keep Jack all to myself if I'm being honest. (laughs) So a dog. Yeah, that makes sense. No. Mm -mm. No, that dog lasted a year in our house and it did not bring me any joy. And it didn't really fill Jack's void of wanting kids either. So I soon realized real quick, especially now after having kids, that kids are easier than pets. I mean, they really are. I mean, who wants to take a dog outside and hang out in the freezing cold While the dog just, you know, is on his own time, wandering around, trying to find that perfect spot to take his pee or doo-doo, while you're over there ready to get your butt back in bed. 
well, your kids, man, you know, they can just take a little poo-poo in their diaper in the comfort of that heated bedroom and you're done. So it was clear that Jack was right and kids were a better option and way better than this crazy dog we had. So the point of that story is the thing that you think you want or that thing over the fence, whatever it is, is really underneath. It's what you really want. So if you're thinking a new man over there across that fence is what I want, you're staring at that neighbor thinking, oh, he's got everything I want. Well, What is it really about that man that you're wanting? What is it about that man that you're missing now, especially if you're already married, let's stop there and realize what is it before you start leaving a really good marriage for a man that you're only seeing from a lens view peeking over the over the fence. And if you're single and you're looking for the perfect man, let me just tell you, there's no such thing as perfect. And just so you know, a man doesn't always feel your happiness. I'm just saying. So we all have that blank, that thing that we think is better on the other side of the fence. But whatever that blank is, there's something underneath of it that you really do want. You don't want that or it or what they have, but you want something about that. Because here's the thing, when you want something, it's never going to be good enough. So when you want more money and you finally get it, you're now chasing after the next big promotion to get more of it. And when you finally get moved into that big home that you've been wanting and dreaming about, Now you realize your neighbor's house is still bigger and you want what they have. And when you finally have the kids that you've been dying to have, you're looking at your friends who are now empty nesters and wanting to have their life. You're like, man, look at them. They get to sleep in and we're up in every three hours in the middle of the night changing poopy diapers. I want to be an empty nester now. But just a couple years ago, you were dying to have kids. So you're always wanting something that you don't have. That green grass, let me tell you, it never leads to joy. It just makes you the victim. It makes you, woe is me. It robs you of life, thief of your joy. Because you're, you're living in a mentality of a comparison mentality and not truly just loving what you have already. You're already blessed. I, you know, unfortunately, I realized that the hard way. When I started letting that green grass control my choices, my chances in life, the changes that I wanted in life, I stopped listening to God and started listening to my own inner voice, that own voice of the enemy that says, yeah, Jill, the grass is greener on the other side. Yes, it is. If I can just get over there, my life would be more fulfilled. I would be happy. I'll be able to work more. I'll have more alone time. I'll be able to do the things I want to do. The grass is greener. And sure, I did all those things. I worked more. I was more alone. I did some things I wanted to do. But in the end, it brought me no joy. None. And it got me to a state where I was thinking, why was I craving this lifestyle in the first place? So have you ever been there? Like what choices are you making in life? Are they choices aligned to what you really want in life? Or are you chasing the green grass? Are you choosing the calling on your life and being in control of every aspect of your life? Or have you stopped and thought, is this aligned to what God is calling me to do? 
Because if you're chasing the green grass, just keep in mind that you will die chasing it. And you may get it, but it will never bring you joy. So don't waste your life away wishing for another one. Your life right now has so much meaning. And if you pay attention, God will bring you the joy that you are looking for. Time and time again, he will. And so you have a choice. And that choice is to stop worrying about measuring up to what others have. We all, every one of us has a unique calling and gift in our life. So take some time this week and in the next few months, I challenge you to make it a priority. Take some time to quiet the noise around you and tune in to who God says you are. What things in your life that you already are blessed with. We can choose not to keep the corrupt darkness in our minds. That's what the world wants. The world wants to shove it into our eyes and ears and keep us in a dark spot for far too long. But we have the freedom to choose light. That light is just listening. Listening and trusting to your intuition and to God's voice. And for far too long, I was not listening. And so the enemy... I'm sure, was laughing his head off because he thought he won. He had me right where he wanted me. He told me it would be better to be alone. And I went and was alone. And let me tell you, luckily God intervened in that alone spot. That doesn't always happen. God can be that he's always there, but you got to be willing to seek him. And I was finally ready to seek him. I was ready to start living a life true to God and quit worrying about the greener grass. You know, I was such in a life of full darkness, but now I'm living the light of the world and I'm choosing to spread that light to all of you who are listening. And so the enemy got really pretty darn close to me and I could have continued to let his power keep me in the darkness, but I finally decided I was ready to live in the light. So now my greener grass, it's not across the fence. My greener grass is right here. In me, my grass is watered, nourished, filled with nutrients that surpass anything that anyone else could give me. My green grass is filled with the Holy Spirit and that's all I need. And so I'm so thankful for that day when I found myself all alone in my small condo and I finally heard God's voice loud and clear and he was ready to take me back home and do a work in me that, let me tell you, I could have never imagined. And that's, that's just it. The thing is, God will reveal his calling to you through his word, but listen to this, but only when he's able to trust you with it. I had a calling on my life, but he wasn't ready to let me do this calling until I was fully submitted into hearing his word. So what choices, chances, and changes are you willing to take on your life? Are you ready to stop controlling your life the way you want it to go? Maybe you can look back and realize how many times you've taken the greener grass path and realize it didn't quite fulfill you with what you're looking for. It never does. His word will always give you what you need. So I challenge you to remember the three C's next time you're ready to face a choice and ask yourself, is this for me or for God? Who's giving you the choice and chance on your life? And also remember that God and worldly logic don't align. 
Like in our human minds, it usually doesn't make sense. Like if God's calling you to do something, it probably doesn't make sense. But God has a plan that you can't understand. And so I'm going to share more on that in one of the upcoming messages, as I think God is calling many of you. But what he is calling you to do may not make sense right now, but trust the process. I really want to speak on calling and purpose in the upcoming weeks because what God is calling to you may absolutely not make sense in life, but in your own human form, but you can trust that God will prevail and it will make sense once you gain perspective and look back. So let God be your three C's of life. He can be your CEO, your COO, your CFO, and any other C-suite executive you want to call him, but let him be in charge And of all your three C's in life, your choices, your chances, and your changes, let your heavenly boss up above be in charge. Okay, friends, that is it for today. If you like this episode, please give it a like and share it with a friend. To make sure you stay up to date and never miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. I love helping you rise up. Until next time, go out and make it a great day. Thank you.